It was day five of the Jennifer Crumbly trial. Yesterday's proceedings revealing startling revelations, including details of an extramarital affair and dramatic moments preceding the arrest of the Oxford High School shooter's parents. Testimony from law enforcement officers who discovered Jennifer and James Crumbly concealed in an art studio shed light on the intense events that fateful night. And uh, to get some insights on the day five testimony, we have with us Paula Tutman, reporter from WDIV Local 4. Good morning, Paula. Nice to have you here. Lloyd, good morning to you. Good morning, WJRP. <laughs> so listen, I, I, I thought the judge had ruled that the extramarital affair evidence was not going to be admissible in the case. So how did it get in yesterday? Yeah, that was um, insane. It, 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 can I say that? Oh, yeah, I just did. Um, it, it, it really crept in, and the way it crept in was absolutely stunning. And so uh, the way this gentleman, uh, Malosh, what Brian Malosh was introduced was as a high school pal, and these two did a lot of Facebook messaging. However, they would always delete the messages once they sent the messages. Uh, at the end of the day, what the prosecution was trying to get to uh, was basically that during the uh, his interview process, um, because he had so much communication with Jennifer Crumbly prior to and then directly after the shooting, but his story kind of changed um, in the course of three different interviews. Um, and so defense attorney Shannon Smith jumps in for her cross, and she is hammering home a point that she's trying to make that this guy was being coerced and intimidated. I mean, these are, that, that's a pretty serious charge when you are mm -hmm. accusing police officers of intimidating mm -hmm. uh, a witness in order to change his story. He's a firefighter. He's a captain. Um, and, you know, she claims in really quite soliloquy-like questioning that, uh, you know, they're saying, you know, you could lose your benefits. You could lose your job. You could lose your rank, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, what she's trying to sneak in is that that the reason he was possibly changing his story is that he was being coerced, but somehow it got out that there was an extramarital affair. Okay, prosecution jumps up. Hey, you said that's not, you know, you successfully suppressed that. You, you know, an affair, the, the marriage is not on trial. The relationship is not on trial. She's on trial for involuntary manslaughter, and Shannon Smith basically says, you know what, I want this. I want this admitted. Bring it. I don't know what that strategy is. We talked to a— Yeah, that, I mean, the gain was hard to d divine there, Paula, because she's exposed her client to the scorn of being involved in an extramarital affair and maybe being more focused on that than the plight of her own son. And, and this is the interest. You're absolutely right, because all of a sudden, so the entire afternoon was not about, you know, deleting messages. Oh, she cares more about the horses than she did her kid. She knew he was spiraling downwards. She still, you know, they gifted him a gun, she trained him up, didn't tell the school. These are the things, those are the building blocks that the prosecution has to build to connect those dots to say, hey, you are indeed culpable instead the entire afternoon was about the salacious affair and how you know she was getting him 
to basically do recon, social media recon. You know, has this account been deleted? Clear your cache. Okay, delete this message. Note to self, what did we not learn with Kwame Kilpatrick and this about text messages? You can't delete them. If the police want to find them, they're going to find them with forensics. And so that whole line of questioning really kind of hinged on this. And so now you've got a jury looking at her marriage as opposed to, hey, is she criminal, criminally culpable mm-hmm. for this? So anyway, th- that's kind of how that happened. Uh, it took, I think, everybody by surprise, and it, it really does change the, the course of the case. But guys, on Local 4 Plus today, I, I, you know, I do want to encourage people to click on and join us. You can go to clickondetroit.com because we're also going to be unpacking this whole thing, this tender tightrope walk about parenting on trial. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's really dangerous. That's a dangerous thing. You can't put parenting on trial. It's not against the law to be a bad parent. Paula, unless, you know, something bad happens. Yeah. Hi, Paula. It's Jamie. Is, my hey. question is about the text message that came out where she says, I think he's going to do something dumb. Isn't that pretty damning? There's, Jamie, so much damning. Uh, yes. So I, that that is damning if she said that prior to that act. So she was in that school. She had the option to take him home, yet she didn't. And then her immediate text message is, I think he's going to do something dumb. Now, what uh, what the the defense is kind of alluding to is they didn't know that – they didn't think he was going to kill other people. They thought he was going to kill himself. Oh, okay, but shouldn't you still step in? You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, I don't know if one – is worse than the other if you did not proactively do something. Right. You just left the school, left them there. You, yeah, you just, right. You just left the school. Yeah. Would, uh, Paula, do we know when she will actually, Jennifer Crumley will actually take the stand? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, so the, the prosecution expects to rest today. I, 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 by my count, they've got two witnesses left, maybe three. Um, and then we're getting uh, the idea that the, defense will jump in this afternoon so is she going to go first i don't know i don't because i don't understand i'm not a legal expert i'm a journalist but you know i'm talking to legal experts don't quite understand the strategy does she need to go first so that you know she can be you know in front of the jury and you know get those get those answers out so that they can try to forget what happened yesterday and this mounting evidence that perhaps she may have cared more about the horses than her kids. So I don't know, mm-hmm. but today, possibly mm-hmm. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But, you know, attorneys say all the time, my client's going to take the stand and then, oh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So it's hard to say. Paula, thank you so much for uh, being here with us on JR Morning. We'll be making sure we uh, check you out on Local 4 Plus. Thanks, guys. Have a fantastical day. You, you too. Well. too. Um, the other piece of testimony that was damning here was that she was asked about the gun by her lover. Yeah. Said, hey, I saw on Facebook that you gave Ethan a gun for Christmas. Where's Where's the weapon if oh. you're concerned about him doing something dumb? And, and she, she lied. Yeah. It's with me. I have it. She said, yeah, it's in, in my car. So she was not only misleading, she's misleading herself, she misled the school, and she misled her confidant. We'll be right back.